0: if I can't get it on my own, if you don't like the way I'm living, just leave this bald-headed country boy alone. Thank you all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Want to give a big shout out to all of our sponsors, Two Pilots Distillery. Thank you to Kurt and Renee uh grid iron coffee par hopper golf apparel nobles network and y'all look at my guy chris nobles here in cochran georgia uh i'm the world's worst person about paying bills and chris is the coolest person ever about reminding me and uh also uh, just working with me and making sure our internet for the studio here is the best available in the area he really does a damn good job jason johnson at project uh, K9 Heroes, a great organization. Please go look them up. Uh, they're not a sponsor, but the folks up at Creative Vets, I absolutely love what they do. Please go look them up. Uh, Mr. Jesse Wayne Taylor, who does the intro on the show, thank you, brother. I absolutely love you. Y'all look up his show as well. Ball-headed country boy. Uh, I love everything that Jesse does, and uh, also our management and distribution company, Red Circle. Thank you guys, put some money in my pocket and all that y'all have helped us do lately. You guys are awesome. Um, So, we've done a lot of music shows lately. Uh, I will tell y'all, I have been kind of in a funk. That's why I haven't had a lot of guests on lately. I've kind of been slacking ass with the show. And when this is your actual career and this is what you do for a living, you got to get out of that somehow. And uh, you kind of got to readjust. You got to kind of look at yourself. Um... And that's what I've kind of done the past little bit, and that's what I'm kind of going to talk to you guys about today. Uh, I made a post earlier on social media, and um, just kind of I'm going to read you all the post now and kind of explain to you all what's been going on with me to kind of give you a little insight to where my head's been at and uh, why you all haven't heard as much as you all needed to from me lately, because to be honest with you, all have just been really really pissed off and really salty. Um I've been been in a weird fucking mood, a very weird mood, and we talk about depression and we talk about anxiety and a lot of stuff on this show a lot, and uh, I believe in being like completely honest and being completely transparent with people. And uh, so I'm going to read y'all this post and kind of give y'all a little bit of heads up and then we'll we'll dive into this bitch. Uh, I literally have been in the worst and saltiest mood lately. I don't know what is going on with me. It's not my depression, I think. I generally think it's the state of our country or the world, um, the way people are treating one another and those we are choosing to glorify on social media where others that deserve recognition are being left out. We're not talking about, I'm I'm definitely not talking about me when I say that. I don't give a fuck if I get recognition or not. Uh, I'm talking about vets. I'm talking about real civil servants. Uh, I'm talking about activists. I'm talking about people who want to see the world change for the better. Um, so on and so forth. Those type of people. Um, I think all this has taken a major toll on me mentally. Um, it's weird. I'm not sure how I'm going to get out of this funk. Uh, I have prayed about it. I've drank a shit ton about it lately. I'm actually doing this show sober, by the way. Uh, I've been sober for a couple of days. I'm trying to take a little bit of a break. Uh, from drinking till July 4th. I'm going to drink here and there, but not like I've been doing. Um, Anyway, back to the post. Um, I've tried uh, to get out of my head and work around it, but uh, I just can't. That's why y'all haven't got a lot of shows out of me lately. Uh, So now I guess I'll just do an episode about it um, and what I'm feeling, and I'll try to just bitch it away. Um, If that don't work, then some of y'all... Need to find me some ayahuasca and bring it to me so I can reset my fucking brain. Because um, I'm just, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. Uh, look, I'm, I'm going to try to break that down a little bit to y'all and kind of give you a little bit more insight to it. So, as y'all know, I battle depression and anxiety. Uh, lately, it's been kind of worse. Um, I noticed it when I was at the beach. Uh, noticed when I was at the beach uh, with all my friends a couple weeks ago, and uh, there was a night that we was all out having a good time, and uh, it got the best of me, and I left. Uh, I left everybody, and I went home by myself and sat there and drank. I'm mean, giving it was about like 12, 1 o'clock at night or maybe a little bit earlier when I left everybody because they were in a crowded bar, and I wanted to be home uh, drinking, listening to the radio, and not be surrounded by a bunch of dumbasses. And I'm not talking about my friends um i just didn't want to do it anymore like i didn't want to be in a place that made me miserable so i went to a happy place um and i think i don't know whether that was my anxiety or whatever it was but i I was just kind of just kind of over the bullshit and i did that for my mental sake like I, i did that then and that was when i was kind of noticing it was like well shit something's going on with me don't know what it is something's up with me um Because if any of y'all have ever been to the bar with me, you know that if anybody likes to have a damn good time, it's me. Uh, But every once in a while, I just get in this mood to where I don't want to fucking be around anybody. And I think that that's okay. I think that that's healthy. I think it's okay to admit that to yourself and admit that to your friends. I also told the f- people that I was there that with that night when they got back to the house, they were like, "Why didn't you tell us we were leaving? We, you know, we all would have went with you." And I was like, "Because it wasn't your place. I wanted you guys to have fun. Like you're not supposed to deal with my bullshit. It wasn't about you. Uh, I wanted all y'all to have a damn good time, and you did. You're like, and that's okay. I wanted to go. I wanted to go have fun in my own way." Uh, and I did that night. I I ended up having a really good time. So that was kind of when I started noticing this shit. But what it was, and I don't know why I'm weird about this, and all my music buddies that are going to be listening to this, uh, you'll get it. Is I don't like seeing people ignore musicians that are talented, or even if they're not super talented, they're they're giving it their all, and like people making shit about themselves we kind of live in a generation to where all these entitled ass people from social media and some of them are really fucking cool. And I've had some amazingly cool people on my show. Um, and I've met some amazingly cool people that haven't done the show, but some of them just ignore the fucking artist. Some of them just don't pay attention to what's on stage. They kind of just want it to be about them. And to me, that's like slapping fucking Reba McIntyre in the face. That's like slapping, you could even go back to like an, an artist, like a painter. Yeah, slapping Da Vinci in the face. That's like, hey, I can color. So, because I can color, I'm just as good as you. No, no, shut the fuck up. Like, I get I get very aggravated with stuff like that and I probably shouldn't. It probably just means I'm bitter, I'm jaded. Kind of just probably a mean-ass old man. Uh, I'm mean now. I hate to see what the fuck I'm going to be like when I become like an old-ass old man. But I think something that night rubbed me wrong, not real sure what it was. Um, that's kind of where I think it started, if it wasn't a little bit before that. Um, and you know what it was a little bit before that? If I'm going to be transparent, I'll be transparent. So for those who don't know, I got something that was given to me by the Senate a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. And it was just a, a record, just recognizing me for my years in broadcasting and all the stuff that I've done and everything, um, and the people I've helped with mental health issues. Um, it's a really cool document. You uh, you can go look it up. Um, Google. Uh, actually, hold on. Let me grab it. Uh, I'm gonna pause this. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not gonna pause it. Y'all can just wait two seconds. See, when you do your own show, you can do what the fuck you want to. Y'all can Google Georgia Senate resolution 489. And like, I had to bust my ass for this. And I, I've had people that have just blown me off and haven't done the show with me lately and just kind of ignored me. And when I got that, that was like my way of saying, I don't care if you got a blue check mark next to your fucking name, if you got a couple million followers or whatever, do you have that? Have you done something to actually help people in this life? And uh, I know that makes me sound like I'm up on a high horse or whatever. But at the same time, I fucking earned something. Things okay to brag about something or be proud of something if you earned it. Any of y'all out there that have busted your ass to actually get to something in life, whether it's a, a promotion, whether it's a, a song that you worked really hard to put out, any of my musician buddies, or you know whatever it is in your life, if you worked really fucking hard to get there, be proud of it. Be damn proud of it. Some people have got recognition for stuff and they didn't work hard for it. They got lucky. And somebody who thinks that they're better than me because they got lucky and they didn't earn something, say, I it pisses me off. I think that's what's made me so salty. There's been people that have literally blown me off from doing this show because they think they're cooler than me. Well, that really makes you mad with it being the number one show in Georgia, and top one percent show in the world. And it's like, oh, he doesn't have a million followers, or he doesn't have a blue check mark next to his name yet. And it's almost like I want—I almost don't want to have one now. Like I almost want to be like the anti-social media person now. Almost like I want to pick the people that I think are dumbasses on social media that have a lot of followers and I want to go against them now. Like, I really, I don't know. And not, let me just go ahead and say this. I'm not talking about anybody that's been on my show. Um, it's only been two people I completely dislike that's been on my show. And both of them are males. And this was last year sometime. No female or that has been on my show or any male that's recently been on my show that I have anything against. So nobody try to start no shit. Um, I think most of those people deserve exactly what they're getting. There's some of them that I really think that they deserve exactly what they're getting in life right now, and they're killing it, and I'm fucking proud of them. There's some folks I see that just I don't think they are. Um, But some of those people are folks that I've reached out to, and they think they're too big for to be on this show. So fuck them. Uh, <laughs> I'm not salty at all. Uh I just get fucking tired of that. Don't y'all like don't you fucking just get tired of people that are just like for whatever reason turn their nose up to you. Everybody that has came on this show or who's got to know me, the majority of them end up loving me. A majority of them are like, "Oh, let's do something again sometime. Let's hang out. Let's be friends." But some of them, boy, goddamn some of them are just like the most are the ones that don't take the time to get to know me. Some of them you never hear from again. Um, so that's kind of where like the saltiness, I guess, comes from with all of this shit with me right now. And I just am over it. I don't want to be salty anymore. But with all the stuff that I have learned from dealing with my mental health, and learning my triggers, and learning how to deal with it, and learning how to restart and readjust. I came up with a thing last night as I was laying in bed, um, and it and it's simple. Like I just I was trying to think of something that I needed to say to myself, and hopefully it'll help somebody right now that's listening. If you're struggling like this right now, rest, de-stress, readjust, and restart. Rest, de-stress, readjust, and restart. Sometimes you just got to fucking know that you need to chill and get it off your chest. And then once you get it off your chest, adjust to that situation and move on. I owe it to myself and I owe it to everybody that took time to listen to this show. And paid me any attention whatsoever. I owe it to you guys to keep moving forward with this show. I owe it to myself, too. I owe it to my family. I owe it to my friends. Anybody that's put time and effort, money into this show, I owe it to them to keep fucking going forward. Um, I just, This is my life. This is my livelihood. I mean, this is my job. This studio is like a little piece of my heart now, and anybody that's been in here, they're a little piece of my fucking heart. And uh I just can't see me stopping that anytime soon. And I don't want you guys to stop it anytime soon because you are fucking stressed. Or you are just dealing with shit right now. So that's where my saltiness comes from. But I also know that I've got to keep moving forward. That sitting here and wallering in that shit and wallering in, I don't think it's a depression. I think it's just pissed offness <laughs> and anger. I'm not gonna sit here and waller in it. And I, choo- I choose not to. I don't think, I've always said, you either can let your demons control you or you can control your demons. My demons can suck it right now. Uh, Whatever is grabbing a hold of me, you ain't getting the best of me. And I hope all y'all can sit there and you can say that. It might not be better tomorrow. It might not be better the next day. But if you start moving in the right direction, eventually it's going to get better. And that's all that matters. Wallering in your fucking pity and your pain ain't going to fix a damn thing. All right. So that's the first part of that. And also, next thing on the line was the, the state of our country, the state of our world. I fucking hate everything right now. I hate the gas prices. I hate the way that people are fucking bitching and treating each other. I hate that, you know, this might ruffle some feathers with some of you guys. Uh, I don't mind that it's Pride Month, but I really hate the fact that some people are wearing fucking strap-ons and fucking dicks everywhere. I hate that we're literally having kids at pride parades, and you're getting to see nudity. That ain't the fucking place I want to live in. And if it upsets any of y'all, turn the goddamn thing off now. Uh, I said back in the day when I worked in radio, I said... I will always choose my morals over money. So if any sponsors of this show or any of y'all don't like anything that I'm going to say while I'm sitting here and I'm angry, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. You can just go ahead and turn that knob off. You can go ahead and write a dirty little email or record this and say whatever you want to on social media about me. It's whatever. Don't give a fuck. Uh, Because honestly, that's how I used to be. Well, I hadn't really changed. I just haven't done a show where I've got to talk about anything like that in a while. But uh, I don't mind and I don't give a shit who you love. I don't care. You can be a grown ass man. You want to go love a goddamn chihuahua. Go love a chihuahua. Don't care. Just don't tell me I'm supposed to fucking love chihuahuas. Uh, But what I ain't going to sit here and say is okay is sexual content in front of children. Uh, I'm also not going to say it's okay that it's being glorified. You got Christina Aguilera on fucking stage somewhere with a big shiny fucking dildo on. When you have people like her that want to get out there and they want to support, you know, not sexualizing women, or they want to sit there and talk about sexual abuse all the time and everything like that, I don't fucking think that you can play both sides of that fence. I don't think it's right. Nobody should ever be sexually abused. Nobody should ever be sexual harassed. Nobody should ever have to deal with that kind of stuff. But you can't sit there and say nobody can do that and then go wear a big shiny dildo all over stage and everything too. That makes you look like a fucking moron. Like you're literally kind of in my mind... You're literally downplaying your argument on the first side. You're making yourself like an idiot. You're discrediting yourself. I can't sit here and tell y'all how much I hate fucking country rap and how stupid I think it fucking is. And then you see me riding around town or riding around Nashville and I got fucking country rap blaring out my speakers. It makes me look fake. It makes me, it discredits everything about me. You can't do that. Like, you can't. And I'm going to end up getting into it. I used to do it on social media. I used to sit there and I used to argue. And I used to fuss and fight with dumbasses hard on Facebook and Instagram and everything for the simple fact that if I saw something like the shit that's being posted everywhere from some of these pride parades, I would argue blue in the face, but it doesn't do no fucking good. Cause when you realize that the people that are posting this kind of stuff and they're proud about somebody wearing a fucking dildo in public, that's not a fucking pride thing. That's a fucking morals thing. Their morals are different than yours and mine. You know what? If that's what they want their fucking kids around, let them take their fucking kids. My kid ain't going to be there. It just makes me sick. It makes me sick. You know, it's almost at the point where, and this is going to sound morbid as thick. It's almost where I want Jesus to come back. I was thinking about that today when I was walking out of the gas station. I said that and literally thunder just struck above my studio. Jesus just told me to shut the hell up. Um, Literally, I walked out of the gas station a while ago, and it was hot as hell. And I was making a joke to myself. I was like, well, I sure hope God comes back before it gets fucking 120 degrees or gas prices get $7 a gallon. Because I just ain't going to fucking make it. But the, the truth is, is, like this world sucks so fucking bad right now. It's either we... As a collective group can start trying to make a change and make it better. Or we're just gonna have to fucking waller in it. And I don't wanna waller in it anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of people not using their social media platforms to be an activist, to help, to fucking give back. I I'm tired of it always being about themselves. It sucks. And, you know, this show is supposed to be about music and about fun and about comedy and about bringing, you know, awareness to domestic violence and mental health awareness and our veterans and, you know, helping people. That's what it's supposed to be about. And I think somewhere in there, we've got to add in, start talking about making a change. You know, I don't want to be like everybody else's fucking podcast. I don't. I don't want to be anywhere close to it. I want to be. I want to be a guy that you know. This is gonna sound fucking crazy. I've said it before. I said it a long time ago. I used to want to be a politician because the only way to bring about change is to be in those roles. Now let's be real. they probably they're probably gonna bring up so much dirt on me if I ever run for office. There's not a chance in hell I could. But as I was explaining to a young lady who rode with me to Atlanta this weekend, that maybe by me talking about some of these things, it lights a fire under somebody's ass that's listening to me, and they're the one who wants to run. Maybe they're the one that wants to bring about change. Maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. Like you you don't have to be the one who is the change. But maybe you're the one who starts the change in somebody else. I'm just in a weird fucking place in my life right now, guys. I don't know if you fuckers are. But ever since I made that post on Facebook a while ago, it's been crazy. Uh, I've got a lot of messages, people saying the same thing for them. I feel like everybody's just kind of lost right now. I think everybody's just, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to feel. You know, I I've, I've had several people that put fuck Joe Biden on there. You know, I don't like Joe Biden, but at the same time, he's not just the fucking only problem. You know, we, you know, not to get too uh, spiritual on y'all. You know, there's been too many times that we've took God out of situations and we just kind of just let it happen. You know, see, this is where, like, the activist side of me. I want to do more, but also at the same time, it's where the really churchy people don't fucking like me either. So I'm this right there in the middle. When we've had, you know, teachers and shit in our communities. Hell I'm from Dodge County. We had a teacher not long ago that got mad about some stuff that dealt with Jesus. You know what should have happened? We should have had a whole lot of assholes just like me. A whole lot of assholes just like me standing right there with the people from churches at the, at whatever it was, the school board and all that kind of stuff, raising hell. But you know what we were doing? We were bitching about it on social media. Bitching about it on social media don't make a fucking change. It doesn't. What you going to do, sign a petition? Activists used to get out there and they used to do shit. The reason why these people with these pride parades, and I don't mean the good ones, trust me. I got a lot of gay ass friends. I love them sons of bitches. I absolutely fucking love them. I don't have a problem in the world with anybody that celebrates who they love and everything in, in a way that it does not hurt children. I don't care what you do. I also don't give a fuck what you do behind closed doors. You can be the nastiest motherfucker in the world behind closed doors. I, I'm i going to tell you, I ain't the, the most sensible person behind closed doors. I just ain't been behind closed doors in a damn while. I can't even say that ex- without crying. It's very sad. But, What should have happened when incidents like that comes around is we should all kind of I'm going to say a call to arms but I don't mean weaponize. We should come together and we should raise hell publicly. The people that are stupid ass Antifa. Those fucking assholes. These far right I'm going to throw these assholes and these extremists that make the people that are in the middle are, you know, just conservatives look bad. They, they rally. Why can't normal ass people to just stand up for the good shit rally? Why can't we just get together and in a good way, the way that Martin Luther King Jr. used to do? Why can't we do stuff like that when bad things are going on in the world and do it the right way? It's that activist that's the kind of shit I want to see. It's the kind of shit I want to be part of. And that's where I'm at. Like I, It's almost where I was telling someone yesterday, y'all. I almost have quit this show. I've almost said, fuck this show. At least two or three times in the past month. And stuff has kept happening to where I didn't want to. Either a friend would call. Or something would happen to where it was like, No, you gotta keep going. This is a little sign to keep going. And I I decided not to. I decided not to stop. And what's bad is business is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Y'all ever heard that old uh notorious B. I. G. song, I think it is. I think he's the one that says it. And it's like more money, more problems. Like we've we've had people that are associated with Barstool sports even like start following me and, and keeping up with my shit because of the show's success. And it's just like, what the fuck, man? I mean, we've had people that I would have never thought on social media that I look up to as far as musicians start look keeping up with me. And it's crazy, it's stupid. I, you just don't see it happening. I, I never saw it happening. and um, But at the same time, in my mind, and this is where I get torn, is I always used to say, that's why I got this big-ass tattoo on my chest to remind me every single morning. When I look in the mirror, when I wake up, I want to see that cross first thing every morning on my chest, is you got warriors in this world and you got preachers in this world. I damn sure ain't a preacher, but I am a warrior. And when you see wrong in this world, you're supposed to correct it. I just don't feel like I'm doing a very good job of that, and I feel like, and sometimes I'm even promoting—not promoting the bad, because I hadn't had anybody bad on here—but I almost feel like I'm being a blit, like I'm turning a blind eye, like I'm like, oh no, it's okay. I'm giving them a free pass. The old me would have roasted the shit out of some of these people. Would have... Oh, God. If this was back in the Snapchat days when I could go ham on some folks, oh, God. I would have destroyed some of these people. But now everybody's got fucking feelings and they're all sensitive and shit. I can't even make a video or even go at anybody without getting a whole account deleted and then I can't promote this show. That's kind of what's pissed me off, too. I can't even give somebody shit Without them getting butt hurt and deleting something, deleting an account. But God forbid you get some asshole that won't say something about me or not me necessarily, because most of them just ignore me. <laughs> they just want to ignore old Joshua, but they start going at it with somebody else. And God damn, they, they can say whatever they want to. If you can't tell, I'm salty. I'm angry. I think this is my therapy. I suggest all y'all do this, by the way. Uh, me and Dustin were sitting here talking on the show the other day. If y'all haven't listened to those, please go listen to those episodes. Those episodes are so good, especially the Acquired Taste one where he breaks down. Um, that whole album, ah, oh, it's so good. Um, But yeah, like sometimes you just got to talk right now I'm talking to y'all but I'm getting this off my chest and I'm kind of it's like kind of a talk with God too I hope he just bleeps out the bad shit I say because I, I, I'm at a crossroads I'm at a crossroads are you at a crossroads right now that's what you need to ask yourself I'm all about knowing that this life wasn't meant to be your own Like everybody has a purpose and I've always said my purpose might not be the purpose that I want it to be. I try to be deep. I try to be, I try to be extra spiritual sometimes. I try to, how do I put this? I try to look past what I want. I figured out a long time ago, you know, it's not always about, what we want is about what the good Lord wants, about what the universe wants. You know, I'm not here to argue with God anymore. He knows the past, the present, and the future. Not It's, it's pointless to sit here and argue. It's also pointless to sit here and get upset and get bothered by the things that we can't change. I had the best conversation with the person I rode to Atlanta with the other day uh it was a conversation that me and her both needed to have um she's one of my best friends in this world and she's kind of in the same mood right now that I'm in and if we could have recorded that conversation on the way up there oh every one of y'all been crying she I think me and her were at one point in time but it was something that we both needed to, to get out there, and neither one of us knew at the time when we both was like, "Let's go to Atlanta and watch Dustin and Lindsay." By the way, D- Lindsay Hinkle, good God, she's gonna be on the show soon. What a beast, my lord! But we did not know that we needed to have the conversation that both of us needed to have, and it was it was a lot. It was a lot to get. For us to put out there and for people, just get it off your chest, I guess is what I'm saying. This right here for me, I'm talking to 10,000 people right now. It's where you might not be able to talk to that many, but who cares? getting it off your chest or making a a social media post about it or making a video, whatever the fuck you do. At least you're not carrying that weight by yourself anymore. You know, I do this because, one, I need to get it off. I need to get it out before I just erupt. Two, it's because maybe somebody needs to hear it. Maybe someone needs to know that it's okay to feel exactly how I'm feeling right now. Because you're pissed off at the world. You're pissed off at life. And you don't know why. <laughs> hell, I'm pissed off at women. <laughs> I'm mad as hell at them. And I don't know why. It's It's the craziest damn thing to me right now. And I don't get it. It's bothering me. No one's done anything to me. I, I get I get salty about everything right now. Growing up, I had to watch every woman that I ever wanted go for the dope boy, the fucking asshole. Go for the dude that was going to get them pregnant, that was going to ruin their credit, that was going to ruin their life, that was going to fucking end up putting them in a single-wide trailer park somewhere. And they're going to be miserable when you know you gave that bitch the world. And that sucked. That sucked having to see that because you knew that woman deserved better than that. And you know what? You're like, okay, well, maybe that gets better after high school. You get into your 20s. Guess what happens in your 20s? <laughs> Every woman wants a man in their 30s. They want somebody established if they're not already settled down with their high school sweetheart. And that sucks because guess how old you are? You're in your fucking 20s and you're not established and you don't have shit going for you. So every woman you want then, you're not good enough. Then, because y'all bitches keep maturing faster than us, you get way, way more educated, way more cooler, way more mature than we do. And we're we're still out of it. Still single in my 30s. And now guess what? Everybody that's still left is a pain in the fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> or I've just played with you, ladies, by the way. Or you've been screwed over so bad that your walls are so high, and you just you don't see that. Like, and I'm not just talking about me. I've got buddies. I got buddies that we've we've t- we've had a long conversation about this lately. That the ones of us that are left, that are actually genuinely good folks, that'll be honest to your face about our intentions, you don't believe us anymore. And then we get completely screwed over. There was a meme I saw the other day on Facebook. It said, uh, do guys ever look at other men and be like, you motherfuckers ain't shit? Um, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because those guys are the ones that have completely screwed us over. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you guys. Um, yeah, cause uh, I know, I know every time I have tried to get close to someone, I always have to hear the same shit. I ain't ready. I just got screwed over. Or, I get, go- like, casper ass. I get casper the fuck out of. And, uh, don't even know what I do. Don't even know what I do most of the time. Uh, But also, I've said it before, nobody stands up at the altar on their wedding day and is happy and gives a fuck about anybody that left them behind. Nobody thinks about them. So, you got to take the good with the bad, or the bad with the good, however Dustin says that shit. Um, so like I said, super salty, super salty, uh, about that too, um, it just really is shitty to sit there and see people that you know are about to get screwed over. And then five days later, they're screwed over. But five days before, they were all in love and shit. And you're like, bitch, I wouldn't have done that to you. If <laughs> uh, you know, also too. Yeah. If, you don't wanna, if you don't want all this loving, you know, you don't want to be happy, then stay the fuck over there. Um, this is what I needed I needed therapy because now I'm laughing I went from super pissy to laughing so maybe this is what I needed maybe I didn't just get it off my chest uh, let's see what was the last part of this I know there was more of this oh yeah the uh the other thing I was salty about mad about was the the people that are getting glorified on social media that I don't believe deserve recognition uh Y'all have heard me talk about that a hundred times. I'm really not going to go too deep into that. There's just not enough. I don't mind these people getting recognition. I don't like it. But if it puts smiles on other people's faces, I guess it's fucking okay. But at the same time, I really want to see like some good-ass people get recognition. It, we uh we sat there this weekend, and we was at a bar. And uh, if y'all didn't tell, like, I get emotional as fuck sometimes. Like y'all probably heard me cry on here a couple times. Um y'all heard me have like Matthew Burton in here, who has cerebral palsy. Well, so does uh so does Dustin Heron's brother. And let me tell you, those two dudes are way fucking cooler and way more inspirational and way better people than ninety nine point nine percent of anybody you're going to find on social media. They have a... Why they aren't the people that are getting glorified on social media pisses me off. I would rather them have a bigger following than fucking me. I'd rather me have to go on their show. I I would rather that be the case. And... I just get fucking... Ugh... It's It's just crazy. It's just crazy for me right now, uh, and a lot of people. I think if some folks hear this show, they're not going to. They're going to be more turned off by me. But I got to go back to that morals over money shit. I got to. If I don't, I'm really not doing myself a justice, and I'm really not doing the thing that I think that the good Lord put me here to do. I did a show a couple of weeks ago by myself because I think I've told you all this, but I've got to start doing more by myself and being able to talk for long periods of time by myself. Um, but one of the things that uh, I had talked about on the show, it was called Can't Go Home Again. It was accidentally deleted whenever we were having problems with Apple, and it shouldn't have been deleted, was uh, I had got into it with a guy in my hometown at this party um, here in the past couple weeks, and uh, it wasn't a fight or anything but I had just figured out like this person was just fucking a miserable person and they had waited till I started to leave to call me a bitch and all this type of stuff. And after I'd left, I kind of felt bad about it because of where it happened at, not because of who it happened with because fuck that guy. Um, But I'd realized something after the fact, the people in your hometown that are successful, they want to see you succeed. They are happy for you. The people that are just stuck in a rut and are miserable, they're going to fucking dislike you regardless. They're going to think you're a bitch. They're going to be mad as hell at you. I got a real good friend that I grew up with that is in a, one of my favorite pitchers of all time. This dude won't fucking hang out with me to save his life, and I don't even think the motherfucker got a job. I I don't even think he gets off his porch. Every time I ride past his house, he's on his damn porch, and I've offered to go get him. I've offered just you know, hell, offered him jobs before. I think here at the studio, and uh, he won't hang out. And I used to let it bother me. I used to I used to really let it get to me, hurt my feelings. And I realized like he don't want fucking nothing to do with me because he's miserable. He might put a smile on his face, but he's miserable. And I just don't want—I don't want that to ever end up to be me, though, because I sound miserable and I sound salty and I sound jaded right now, and I am salty. Don't get me wrong—I'm pissy about stuff. But the only way to get a get this out of you and to keep from erupting and blowing up on people is to actually talk about it. A lot of the stuff that I've found out with mental health is. You have to be okay with talking about it. You have to be okay with expressing your feelings. As men, especially in the South, we are taught not to do that shit. Do not share your feelings. Don't. Don't let them see you cry. Don't let them see you hurt. Uh, Nah. We crying around here, bro. We get upset around here. I wear my heart on my fucking sleeve. If I love you, you're going to know I love you. If I dislike you, I'm not going around you. I'm not going to fake be nice to you. Uh, if I have to be in the same room with you, that don't mean I'm going to be ugly to you. But don't expect me to be fake nice. Uh, and then if you run your mouth, you can catch these hands. See, that's why I can't... You know, Not why I can't keep sponsors, because we keep several sponsors on this show. Um if I would have been born a long time ago and I could have came up during Howard Stern and I could have been the Southern Howard Stern back in the day before there was all these snowflake ass people. I'd have been fucking rich. I'd have been rich. I'd have been, I'd have killed everybody. Um, there would have been nobody touching me and that's not me being cocky. It's me knowing how, knowing how good I am at this. (laughs) Uh, but no, like seriously, it's, it's where if you don't express yourself and you don't get your feelings out there, you're gonna fucking erupt. You're going, it's going to end badly. I don't want it to end badly for anybody. I almost am fine with being the example. You know, I'm almost fine with you guys for good or bad when you listen to me. When you hear me talking about this type of stuff, I would rather you guys listen to me and be like, "That's what you do, and that's how you express yourself." Or, uh, "I need to go see a therapist and learn how to express myself." I don't. I don't ever want anybody to come around me and know that it's not okay. To feel. I used to date this girl. And I've quoted this bitch on this show a lot. But I always felt like this person had closed off their emotions so much. And I've met a couple other folks this. So got, I got another buddy. Um, Grown ass man. Uh, he keeps his emotions closed to fuck off. You never know how this dude's feeling. I don't think that's healthy. I don't. I think at the end of the day, I think it hurts you. Um, now I got some other friends I got a real good buddy up in Atlanta I love him to death me and him will get drunk and cry together and it's the best shit on the planet as long as nobody's around watching us because they pick on me and him those are some of the best nights in my life next day it's like I got a whole new start I got a whole fresh ass outlook it's beautiful I want y'all to do that. This right here in the past 45 minutes might have been just what I needed. The way I look at things is maybe the reason why I've been so aggravated, salty, whatever the fuck I've been, was because I was supposed to do something, say something, sit here and talk about something that you guys were going to listen to today. Maybe with... The stuff I've been going through, that pain or that aggravation had a purpose to it. Maybe that's the way I should have looked at it the whole time. Maybe I should have sucked it the fuck up and came in here before. Instead of waiting until I was just like kind of at my tipping point. When I say tipping point, I wouldn't mean like do anything bad to myself or anything like that. So nobody messaged me and be like, are you okay? I'm fine. I really am. Maybe maybe I should have realized that. Maybe now I can get back to doing what I want to do because this is what I needed to do. We don't ever know our path. Understand that. That's part of the beautiful thing to me about life. I don't want to get to my destination anymore, as stupid as that sounds. I want to enjoy the journey. Because once you get to the destination destination another word for destination is end when you get to the end of your journey you have to restart you got to start chasing something else i don't want to fucking get to the end of it i want to keep chasing whatever i'm supposed to be chasing whatever i'm happy chasing i want to enjoy the journey and i hope you guys are enjoying your journey don't get caught up in getting to the destination. That's what me and old girl that we rode to Atlanta the other day. That's what we we talked a good bit about because she is struggling with a lot of shit, too. And just know, too, y'all, it is okay to struggle. Anybody that wants to act like they're not struggling and their life is perfect on social media or whatever, their life is perfect in public, oh, they're lying. They're miserable. They are miserable. They're not a happy person. If you got to hide all that pain and all that this all that built up aggression and, and misery all the time, oh think about how sad you are when you're alone. Think about the breakdowns that you have when nobody's watching. I don't do it. I don't do it. That's this is not good for you mentally. At all. I'd rather have a breakdown right now in front of you guys. I would rather... whoa, it is storming like hell. <laughs> I would rather do it to where if I make it public or I talk about these things publicly, you guys know you're not alone and you can do it too. That's all you need. You, sometimes you need to let it out. Your struggles don't have to be your struggles alone if you let other people help you with your struggles. You know, sometimes the weight of your struggles is so much because one of two things. One, either you're supposed to turn that over to God to where he takes some of that weight off. That's that extra weight that you feel bearing down on you right now. Is maybe he is telling you, hey, just turn to me. You need my help. All you got to do is ask for it. And I'll help take some of that burden off of you. it will be like, Literally, a weight off your shoulders. Or you're supposed to open up to your friends and your family. And if you do that, then guess what? Some of that weight's going to get lifted. And if that weight gets lifted, you're going to feel better. You're going to be de-stressed. You're going to readjust. You're going to restart. It's what you have to do. Don't let your pride... Or whatever you think other people are going to think about you getting away. I don't have a problem being vulnerable anymore. You know what I have a problem with? I have a problem feeling like I have to deal with shit by myself. Knowing damn well I don't. Because if I feel that way, that's my depression. That's my mental health issues getting the best of me. And I vowed to myself a long time ago. That shit don't get the best of me anymore. I'm the one that wins that battle. And I want you guys to win that battle. All you got to do is just be honest with yourself. There's not enough people that are honest with themselves. That struggle doesn't have to be your struggle alone. He doesn't put more on your plate than you can handle. sometimes you got to have a little help. It's all right. I need help all the time. You guys are helping me right now. Old girl that rode to Atlanta with me on Saturday, Miss Brooklyn. She needed help. I needed help. She was more help to me probably than fucking I was to her. Uh, sitting here with Dustin Heron last week. Hey, that dude helped me so much just being around. He didn't even know it. Mark Ory's bitch ass and and, uh, and Baker. Same thing when they were here last week. All my friends that when I hang out with them, Rachel and all them the other night when we were at the bar at Eddie's Attic, being around folks like that, it is is uplifting and it helps me keep going as far as job-wise goes. I'm not fucking doing anything crazy. I know that'll be the first messages I get. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a show-wise goes and keeping my faith in... Helping people in social media and not being jaded and trying to make a difference. Every once in a while somebody says something and they'll be like, Josh, something you said helped me. I don't do it for, I'll explain this to Brooklyn and Atlanta. I don't try to help 10,000 people. I try to help one person in the hopes that that one person helps 10. And those 10 people help 100 And those 100 people help a 1,000. And those 1,000 people help 10,000. I just want to help one person, and that's the wildfire effect. I want to be the start of people helping people. I don't give a shit if I get the glory for it or not. I don't want it. I just want to make a change. And I want you guys to find something that you're passionate about in this world. Something that makes a difference. Something that could actually make a fucking change in this world. And start doing it. It could be as simple as starting a support on a Facebook page. Me and somebody were talking here recently about a young girl who was abused. This girl's 13 years old, I believe is what they told me. And therapy doesn't work for them. Uh, They get mad at their therapist. And they asked me my advice on it. And I said, look, with all the support groups in this world, find one to where this young girl can go and sit down with other 13-year-old kids or kids around her age and talk to them. And they can be there for one another. And they can build a support system. Because when you're in a situation like that, you don't want to be judged by a therapist. You don't want to be judged by somebody who's never been through the shit you've been through. You want to be around people, and this is going to sound weird, but in my opinion, you want to be around people that you think are just as fucked up as you are. Because then you don't feel judged. Then you can open up. I think I got a borderline drinking problem, if you've been around me in the past year. I think I've gone very hard. And I like being around people that every once in a while I can have that conversation with and we can have a conversation to where it's like, hey, let's quit drinking for a little bit. You know, maybe we have gone too hard lately. No, we don't want to be alcoholics. Let's stay borderline. <laughs> let's let's keep it borderline, bud. That's what I need. I need people who understand and don't judge. That's the... I, That's where I'm at with women, too. I have to be around women that understand me. And that's a bitch. uh, That one's a harder one. We haven't found those yet. But that's, that's where you need a support system. So if you're struggling, also, find people that are just like you, that you, in the nicest way possible, once again, when I say this, find people that you think that are just as fucked up as you are. So you can be honest with them. So you can share your shit with them. Because they can't judge you. How can someone judge you if they've been through the same thing you've been through? That is why it is so important for people to be open and honest. One of the best days in my life is when I shared my suicide attempt back from 2010. Not only did it lift the biggest weight off of my shoulders. Everybody already knew about it. But I literally thought that everyone was going to judge me. Everyone was going to pick on me. I got nothing but love and support that day. And it also showed me that I was meant to go through that. It had a purpose. And I'm loud enough and I had enough. I don't know. uh, I don't know what word. It took the taboo away for me to where I could talk about it with anybody. And that is what I want for you guys. When you figure out that you can take that pain and you can turn it into something, it literally changes your life. My life wasn't doing very much until I literally opened up about that. And then I've had a lot of people along the way that have wanted to talk about suicide and mental health issues. And maybe, maybe that was my journey. Damn sure wasn't what I wanted my journey to be. You know what I wanted my journey to be? Bitches. And money. But that's not my journey. And I love that that's not my journey now. I love the fact that I have a better understanding of women now. So when I find my wife, you're going to get the best fucking husband ever. And have a better outlook on what I want. If I would have kept up with the person that I wanted to be and not the person that this world wanted me to be and the good Lord wanted me to be. I would be a piece of shit. But luckily, seven years ago, I changed. Or six years ago, whatever the fuck it was. I changed. I changed for the better. And I am blessed for that. And it was because I was honest with myself and I was honest with everyone around me. That's all you got to do. Be honest with yourself. Share your emotions. Be vulnerable. People probably already know you're struggling. They probably already see it on your face. They see it from the stuff you post on social media. You ain't hiding shit. If you hear me right now and you've listened to this much of it, then you know your ass has been struggling. If you just cried a little tear or you're smirking a smirk, You know that you need to get something off your chest. However you get it off your chest, do it in a healthy way. Reach out to somebody. Don't keep that shit to yourself. I don't know why you would. Be weird about it. Be loud about it. If it's put on you, it's put on you for a reason. You're either supposed to learn a lesson because what you're going through right now Or you're supposed to go through it because it's going to make you a better person and it's going to help you help other people. Don't view whatever you're going through as a failure. Fuck failures. So, like I said, rest, readjust, reevaluate, I know I'm throwing some extra ones in here. I really just fucked that up, didn't I? Actually, I'm not going to throw some extra ones in here. I'm going to read it back because I can't remember what the fuck I said. It's what happens when you do live shit and you don't edit it. There we go. I'm going to say it again to you guys. Rest. De-stress. Readjust. And restart. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. I will catch you next time.